0: On this episode of Delivering Marketing Joy, we talk with Joe Durham about being in sales and having a great routine in the morning. What's up? Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hosman, and joining me today is a really good buddy I met on a mountaintop, Joe Durham. He's an account executive with Halo Branded Solutions. Joe, thanks for taking the time, buddy.
1: Absolutely, man. It's my pleasure.
0: Cool. So those who know me, and I know you know me a little bit, know that I love positivity. And so I see you, I follow you on social. I think you're doing a great job and I see you pushing a very positive message out there. Why? Why is it important, do you think, to push a message of positivity?
1: Um, well, I honestly, because I think it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know that you're a big uh, Gary Vee fan, uh, probably as much or more than I am, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you've actually met him, haven't you? I have, yeah, and, absolutely. I think you bought some of his, uh, clouds and dirt shoes and yeah, everything. I do. You I see do. Now? <laughs> I, uh, I, was, I was actually looking down. I, I <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> but, um, I think that, uh, I think that the volume and the voice of negativity right now, just out in the, in the media and in the world is, I think that it's just extremely loud. And, um, I think that, uh, if you ask the majority of people, they would say that they're positive and that they're optimistic. Um, Probably nine out of ten or maybe even ten out of ten people would say that um that they are, but uh if you ask those same people what they thought about the climate of our society, you know as a whole, um they're probably gonna lean towards more that it's more negative than it is positive. and so the question really is if if they're so positive, if you're so positive, if I'm so full of joy, then why am I not sharing that? you know, why am I? not posting, tweeting, or snapping something positive each and every day. Yeah. Um, on, You know, you probably know this. I, unfortunately, I think that the answer is because we're afraid of the judgment of our peers or just of other people, maybe even people that we don't even know some troll on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we can say that we don't care about what anybody else thinks about us. But honestly, I mean, if we really thought about if we, if we really thought that by posting something positive or something uplifting uh, that uh, that message of optimism could somehow, in some small way, um, make the world a better place, then, then I think everybody else. Why don't we? You know That's kind of my, been my approach to it. Um, and I think it's just because we value the opinion of somebody else over the opinion that we have of ourselves. Um and don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, listen, I've been I've been chastised for um things that, that I've posted. The you know, you're too optimistic, you put something out every day, you know, you it can't be real, it's not this, that, or whatever. Um it's, it's been it's it's been a deal and it's something that I've gone through and it 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 hurts at you know at first. I think that one of the things that people think about um, people like myself that put out a message of positivity is that, um, you know, like you are fake or that you're oblivious to it. Um, that, you know, you ignore the hurt or the negativity or whatever. You just ignore it. You just don't even look at it. And I don't, I don't necessarily think that that's true. I mean, I think that, um, you know, we experience it just like anybody else does, but, you know I don't know. I just think that, I think that, that it's, it's necessary. I think that it's something that we have to do. I think that if we don't, then, you know, we're doing ourselves and everybody else a disservice and it can make the world a better place. And if it doesn't make everybody better, and it just makes one person better then I, I think that it's worth it. Um, yeah. you know, I was, I was going to tell a whole story about, I'm sorry, I don't know if you'll edit this, but I, I was going to tell just the whole story about, um, uh, the, the first time that that somebody, they actually, you know, told me, um, they said, you know, Oh, you're, you're this. And they called me a name and, you know, (laughs) I was, uh, I was, I was like, you know what? I know I've heard that word before, but I'm not sure exactly what it means. So maybe you're complimenting me. Um, (laughs) so let me go look this up and sure enough, it wasn't, they weren't, they weren't complimenting me. (laughs) Uh, but, uh, I like literally this is early on, like maybe one of the first, uh, Maybe, probably within the first two or three months of posting. And I was trying to post every day, something positive, something uplifting that would, you know, hopefully help somebody. Um, it was encouraging myself, but mm-hmm. I was hoping that, you know, maybe it would help someone else as well. Um, but primarily it was for me. Um, yeah. but I almost stopped, I almost stopped doing it. Yeah. And, um, you know, because of something that someone else said, um, but the, point is that you know I didn't stop um, and it's mainly because of, of you know at the time at least it was for because of people like Gary V that yeah. they I mean when that when I would watch their videos or I would hear what they had to say they were speaking so much truth um, and you know I, I heard it and I'm like man that is that's true that is the right thing you know why am I listening to um, the the opinions of somebody else why am I focusing only on my shortcomings? You know, everybody else is already doing that for me. That's one of the, one of the things that he says all the time. So, you know, I just, I just kept going. And, um, one of the, one of the best stories about all of it is that, um, you know, the person that said something initially that almost got me to stop now, you know, I'll see that pretty frequently they like what I'm putting out and they've sure. even told me like, man, you're, you're really inspirational. You know, I get a lot of inspiration from you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, I just say thank you. They don't know that, that they were the one, but, yeah. um, but it was really cool. And it's just kind of cool to see how it comes full circle.
0: Dude. That's a great story. I love that. I, it, you know, it's, it's interesting. There's a ton of good reasons to put out good. And so I love right. that you're sort of sharing, uh, just a few of them. So there, nothing to add good stuff. Um, So question two for me is I know, you know, you're a sales guy. I'm a sales guy. Um, I I think we're all in sales. So with that in mind, we all need help, right? So what are some secrets to success that you have for
1: people in sales today? Um, Secrets? Secrets. I don't, I don't know. I don't think that there's any secrets anymore. I don't think that there, that anybody has any secrets. I think that there's just a lot of tried and true things that, um, work, but I do think that there are some things that, um, that separate the highest achievers from, you know, from everyone else. Um, but you know, I also, I also think that it's, uh, I think that it's super important at, at least, let me say this. It's important to clarify what success is to to each person, to each individual. You know, I mean, if you're, um, there was a there was there was a point where I I, um, when I when I got started in the in the industry, I had zero in sales, I had zero contacts, I had zero clients, I had nobody, I had nothing. So my definition of what a success would be in that first year, looked a lot different than it does now. Sure. You know, so defining success and understanding what success is, but, um, you know. I think that, you know, one of the things that gets talked about a lot, and I think that I I talked about it at PPAI, but um, I think that it's a, it's a huge thing. It's a, it's a hot topic um, issue right now is self-awareness. just in the, in the business community and understanding yourself and knowing, you know, who you are and what makes you tick and what makes you go and what drives you and everything like that. So understanding yourself and knowing what it is, knowing what your definition of success is, I think is, you know, I think that's really important. But I mean, if I had to if I had to point to one main thing um, that I think has had a profound impact on my success, I would say um, it's my habits and the the habits that I've worked to develop. Um, because, you know, habits—they're—you know—you know, you know this—they're—they're just—they're things that we do um, sub, almost subconsciously without even thinking about it, just to make our day a little bit easier. Um, I remember, you know, this is uh, not. <laughs> I'm not stroking you, but I'm telling you, I remember a talk that you gave at PPAI, whether it was two years ago or three years ago, about your daily routine and your daily habit and how you go to the same place for breakfast and you get the same food. And you, you know, because it's one less thing on your plate that you have to think about, one less decision that you have to make. And I remember hearing that. I was like, that seems weird. You know, um, I like, you know, variety is the spice of life, you know, but it is true that um, when we have, when we, work to establish habits, it does make our day flow easier. And what I didn't realize at the time is that something like 60 or 70% of the things that we do every single day are done through habit. We're not even thinking about doing it. We're just doing it. Um, I didn't realize that at the time. Uh, so, but, um, yeah, I I think that our daily habits and our daily routines, uh, it's the way that we run our life. So, um, You know, I think that our you know, I mean if it I was gonna share one of the things, one of the one of the things that I do. Okay. Um it's kind of my my routine, my morning habit, because I think that it's helpful. I would love to for the people that are listening, I would love to provide some value to them. Um not that my habits or my routine is gonna be your routine, but I think that understanding, you know, again what your level or what your definition of success is and everything like that. So, um, you know, again, hopefully it can add value and, you know, these habits are something that works for me. So, um, you know, I remember, uh, so where do I say, I remember, I remember early on, um, in my career listening, I would listen to other people speak from stage or a podcast or wherever. And I'd be taking notes, you know, almost as if it was my job, if my life depended on it, on the notes that whatever they were saying, I was taking all of it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I would review everything and I'd, I'd try to adopt each and every like success habit or, um, routine that, that somebody else did because, you know, I mean, you've heard it before. Success leaves clues. Right. Um, but the problem was, is that their habits didn't fit my lifestyle, or maybe they were in a place where, you know, it was a different spot for me. So my routine is, is kind of like this. I wake up at 4:30 um, AM every morning. And, um, I'm sure that a bunch of people just stopped listening. Right <laughs> 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 That's it. I'm done. Yeah, yep, I can't, I'm not doing that. Um, yep. but Uh, (laughs) I I get up, I get up so early though, um, because I want to have, I want to have my time and quiet time for, for me. Um, it's, you know, it's funny because I just, I started doing all these things and all of a sudden I started seeing these, um, I would get emails or I would get, I would see different, uh, um, messages via social media or something like that, that, um, that, that fell in line with everything that I was doing. It was really weird. I got an email, uh, just the other day, um, from a guy that I follow and, um, that I, I, had, he's a mentor of mine and he talked, he talked exactly about this waking up early and how he wakes up and he gets up actually earlier than I do, but he calls it the lion's hour. And it was really cool. Cause I was like, man, I never, I didn't, I didn't put a name to my thing. I just wake up at when I wake up. Um, but you know, it's, Basically, and he talks about his routine of what he does and how that has helped him to be successful. But waking up an hour earlier so that he can get his things done before anybody else needs his time, right. um, which was a huge uh, factor to his success. But um, I get up early basically so that I can have that time uh, just for, just me and my thoughts. I can think about my day. I can plan my day. Um, and you know, maybe the number one number one tip that that I could give. Is it, it, it fundamentally? It made a huge change in in my life. Is I intentionally took control of my time mm. um, and my day because the first thing I do not check my phone. I do not look at my phone for the first thirty to forty five minutes when I from the from the time when I get up. Mm. Um, and I heard somebody talk about that. It was. Um, Mel Robbins talked yep. about that, and she talked about putting your phone in the other room and um, you know so that it's not next to your bed and it doesn't vibrate, it doesn't do whatever. My phone is my alarm clock, so you know I, my phone's right next to my bed, but I turn the vibrator off. I, I turn it off turn off all the sounds so that there's no alerts or anything like that, sure. Um, but I, I intentionally do that so that I'm not waking up and looking at social media. I'm not looking at emails. I'm not looking at anything else that would detract me. And then all of a sudden now I'm chasing that for the rest of the day. So I tried to be very intentional about, um, you know, doing that because our phones can be, they can be a huge time saver. They can help us do things a lot more quickly, but they can also be time wasters yeah right sure. and they can we can waste a ton. all of a sudden you're sitting there and <laughs> you start scrolling through instagram or you're still scrolling, scrolling through um you know twitter or whatever social media account you're using and you look up and like an hour's passed and you're like where in the heck did that hour go yeah you know and you just wasted an hour of your day or an hour of time um doing that kind of thing
0: no i love that i love the idea of being intentional that is and and the the idea of grabbing your morning and and getting up early that dude that's that's good stuff that's good stuff. right
1: so um yeah i mean so i just was intentional about my about my time and just um you know making sure that i i I did that and and that time that i that i set aside i mean it's really funny because i'm uh i'm vigilant about it i'm like (laughs) it's almost to, to a fault, you know, like, um, I mean, cause I've got kids and, uh, and, and I get up early enough so that they're not up right away. But, um, but if they come down and like, you know, I mean, your kids, they, they may come down at a certain time and it, if they interrupt my, my me time, I'm like, I'm like, Oh, what are you doing? You know, and totally. I gotta like work. I gotta really work to get back on track, you know, but, um, no. Um, so there's different things. Uh, I heard someone say like, um, one of the things that I wanted to do and that I tried to focus on was, was hydrating myself, being more hydrated. Like it's just a health thing. Um, and so I wanted to drink more water, drink half of my body weight in ounces of water per day. And so I heard someone say this and I was like, well, that sounds like a good idea. I'll do that. (laughs) Then, um, when I get up in the morning, I don't, I don't create any of this stuff. Like I'm not smart enough to create this stuff. I just copy what other people are doing. If it sounds like it'll work, then, you know, that's what I do. Um, but the person said, they said, um, that when they hit the, the, the brew button on their coffee maker, if I haven't already set it the night before to to automatically start. But when they hit, as soon as they hit the brew button on their coffee maker, they will drink, you know, whatever amount of water. And so I just went and found the biggest cup that I could find that held, I knew that if I drank five of these, that that would be my intake for the day. And so I just get started. That's one of the things It was a trigger and a hat, like something that I created that habit um, so that I could be hydrated. Then I I learned this from Mel Robbins as well. And she said, you know, a lot of times we have these to-do lists of, of, You know, 15 different things, and maybe they're all business related. And then you've got a to do list of, you know, personal related, like we got to go to the grocery store. I got to get this. I got to get that. I got to run this person to practice or whatever. But if you just write down, if you can think in the morning in your quiet time, if you wake up early and you do all the things that you're going to do then, if you can think about two things, just two things that you need to accomplish that day, then you can probably at least get those two things done. Mm. And if you can finish your day feeling like you've accomplished the two most important things, then everything else is a bonus on your on your list. And that's that's been extremely helpful. Some people may want to put five things down. Some people may only need one thing. Whatever it is, you know, again, it's going to work for them. But I write down um, and I do all this stuff. I write all this stuff down. I write down, um, you know, not fancy, just on a on a little piece of paper, the two most important things I want to get done. And then I have these things that, um, that I call, I call them dream statements, right? they are things that I write down that I believe about myself that haven't yet maybe come true, or maybe they will never come true. Um, but there's something that I'm always progressing towards and I'm always trying to, to obtain. Um, and I write down, I've just literally the other day wrote down, um, I got my 10th, my 10th. one, I was, they've already happened. Um, you know, uh, I am X amount of dollar producer, you know, so-and-so, whatever the thing is, um, they're relational, they're, uh, they're business focused, all of those things. And then one of the other things, um, and I won't belabor this too long, but it's a gratitude. I practice gratitude. Um, for the longest time, and I actually just had a conversation with a colleague of mine the other day about this. Um, for the longest time I thought that I was super grateful. I thought that I, I mean, I was like, man, I'm grateful. I'm so grateful for my, my kids and you know, for, for my family and, um, you know, for, for um, my house and my cars and things like that. I'm grateful, you know, but I, I didn't realize until I started writing those things down that, um, even though I may have felt it inside, I I wasn't practicing it. It wasn't like an actual practice of something that I was doing. Um, and I, 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 I talked about this at length, um, in, in Vegas as well, but I, I just wasn't practicing it. it wasn't something that I was doing actively. And so, you know, that's, that's it. And once I, once I do those things, you know, I've, I've done the hydration, I've, I write down the two main objectives, I write down my dream statements of what I, as if they've already come true, I uh, practice gratitude, and then I, then I start to write out my to-do list of things that I want to get accomplished that day outside of the two most important things. Mm-hmm. And it's been, it's been extremely helpful. So I hope that, you know, however that fits into, you know, whoever's listening, um, however that fits into their day, I hope that it helps. That's awesome, buddy. That's awesome. Well, final question for you. Great stuff. Um, Yeah.
0: Despite both of our positive nature, we all have down days, right? We have those days that we struggle. (laughs) Sure. So what are some sources of inspiration when you're not feeling it? What do you turn to?
1: Oh, man. Um, I think – Wow, I think that um, you know, I think maybe one of the one of the biggest misunderstandings or um, confusion that people, that, you know, I talked about this a second ago that people have about positive positive people and just being optimistic is that they think you don't get down. Right. Um, think you're always positive and You're always happy. And um, or you know, like they just they just think you're fake, right? Mm. Um, nothing ever bad happens to those people, or they they just ignore the negativity and they bury their head in the sand. Um, you know, I mean, so, I mean, we said this, you know, I mean, that the, we do struggle and we experience negativity and, um, but I just think that, that people that are positive, people that are optimistic, they've just trained your, we've just trained our brains. I've trained my brain, you know, it's taken time, but I've trained my brain my brain to um, number one, keep things in the proper perspective mm, and um, to focus on the right things, you know, um, the things that matter and the things that we can control. And we just keep going and we keep moving forward. But, um, I was, uh, I was listening to a podcast the other day and, um, another mentor of mine, um, by the way, all these people, they don't know their mentors of mine. I just, I've, I've, I've accepted them. They are my mentor. They don't know it yet, but someday they will. Um, I, and I hope to hopefully meet them one day, but this guy, he was talking about, um, how he's a, he's a coach and, uh, you know, um, he's a business coach and a success coach, but he coached um, Carl Edwards, who's a NASCAR driver. I don't know if you know who that is or mm-hmm. not, um, but he drives NASCAR. And um, he was asking him what the most difficult thing about being a NASCAR driver was, with the, the physical rigors of you know, um, driving at 200 miles an hour, um, the the mental aspect of it. And what he said was that, um, he said, imagine you're driving a car at 200 miles an hour and up ahead of you there's a wreck. and all you can see is this cloud of smoke, right? Um, the natural tendency for most people would be to veer down into the infield or up, you know, up by the wall um, to avoid it. Well, what they do, and he said the hardest thing is that they train you and they teach you to drive straight into the cloud of smoke, um, and you don't know if there's, you know, going to be a car on the other side that you're going to that you're going to hit um, or or whatever. But they train you to drive straight into the cloud of smoke and to keep your focus looking, you know, directly forward on, on what you're going to do. Um, so I don't know if there, um, if there's anything that I think that, that helps me to stay positive, you know, and upbeat, it's, it's maintaining my focus. And also, like I said before, having the proper perspective on, on what it is that I'm trying to accomplish. Right. Um, the other thing that, I mean, I don't want to diminish this uh, cause it's, it's huge is, is the gratitude, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yep. I'm, I'm just, I'm, thankful. I'm right. thankful uh, to be here. I mean, <laughs> Gary Vee again, says he, he talks about the whole 400 trillion to one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole 400 trillion to one is the odds of becoming a human being, just actually being a human being on earth right now, where you are and being born when you were. Um, and the odds are 400 trillion to one and that you're more likely to win the lottery like nine times or whatever. I mean, it's some astronomical number that we can't even, yeah, I can't even it. fathom. Yeah. Um I didn't even know what the word was that that guy called me. So I mean, I can't <laughs> fathom the trillion of one. But I just I feel grateful. I feel grateful for to be where I'm at and I know, you know, that I'm not where I want to be all the time, but I'm not where I used to be and I'm not the worst right now. Yeah. So there's a lot of people that have it a lot worse than I do. So gratitude is a huge thing. Yeah. Um
0: I'll tell you what, if but, if I, if I may, I, that's one of the things that yeah. I was talking about this the other day. It's that, you know, I think sometimes Um, you kind of alluded to it that people think people who are positive don't see the potholes, right? Right. Oh yeah. We we see the potholes. We just know that there's not potholes on every street and like we're not only looking at the potholes. Right. And so I, that was an analogy that that came to me and I was like, it's, it's not that we don't know that they're there. They do need fixed. Right. And so I, I, I love that, that you're talking about, and I'm telling you gratitude is a great answer for sure.
1: Well, I mean, that, the, the, there's two things you just made me think about them. Um, you know, uh, if 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 you're, you know, one of the things that the guy said that Carl Edwards said to to, to the guy that I, that I was listening, the podcast I was listening to is he said, you know, if you. Um, they tell you not to uh, veer up near the wall because if you start looking at the wall, if you start looking over and you look at the wall, you're eventually, you're gonna veer into the wall Hmm. and you're gonna crash into the wall because it's whatever your focus is on. Another thing that he said one time was, he said, you know, the whole pothole analogy is that if you are in a car, and there are potholes all over the road if you focus on the potholes you will veer your car eventually off the road to miss hitting the potholes but if you just stay focused you'll stay on the road and you won't you you will avoid the potholes but you're not going to drive your car off the road but if you only focus on the problems then you'll eventually wreck anyways um yeah i mean one um but one one thing one tangible thing that i thought of um that, that I've, I've adopted, uh, along the way is, um, you know, when you're, when you're not feeling it, you know, cause there's days, there are days I get up and there's days. Cause one of the things I didn't mention that, you know, after all of this stuff that I do in the morning is I go work out. Yeah. Um, I think working out is a huge, it's, it's been a huge, huge factor to, to, just my overall happiness and success and and you know what i deem as being being successful for me but um i heard someone say one time that um you know because there again there are days where you're just not feeling it but they said that if you will change your physical state you can alter your mental state right so sometimes and you may not be in a position where you can get up and go for a run or you may not you know be able have the time to go to the gym um, and, and change your physical state. So you get up from where you are, from your computer, from your laptop or whatever it is that you're doing. Um, but if you can just get up and walk around and you can change the physical state that you're in. And one of the things that that I heard is, um, you know, that if music, music always helps if you, um, one of the tips that they gave, if you, if create a playlist. If you're on Spotify, you can create your own playlist of songs and put a playlist together that no matter what's going on, you're going to get yourself out of a funk and you can hit that playlist. And if you're listening to it here, or if you've got speakers in your house or whatever, and you can get up, physically get up and move around, maybe even dance a little bit. I don't know. I might floss once in a (laughs) while, but... My, uh, my kids hate it. They're like, dad, you know, come on. Cause I don't know what I'm doing, but you know, but if you change your physical state, you can, you can alter, you know, your mental state because it's true. I mean, it is true. I mean, and it's a very real thing. Um, the, the mental battle and struggle sometimes, it, and it doesn't matter how much positive self talk, right. you know, Stuart Smalley that you give yourself, <laughs> you know, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough and gosh, don it people like me, you know, whatever. I mean, it's just the, you sometimes you just can't shake the feeling. So a tangible thing is that if you can actually get up and change your physical state, you can, you can alter, you know, the mental state that you're in. And I think that that's, that's something that, and it, it has helped me, cool. um, to be able to do that. So that's cool. Well,
0: cool, man. You've answered by three questions. I give everybody a chance to ask me one question. Do you have one for me?
1: I do. Um, so, I am interested. You are uh, you are a veteran in the in the industry, and I don't consider myself to be a veteran in the industry. This is um, year number seven uh, in in yeah year number seven year number seven in this industry. Um, so I don't consider myself to be like you know a seasoned veteran yet. But um, I am curious. Uh, you know, just given the state, I'd like for you to put on your. Nostradamus hat and, uh, and tell me where you see the industry being 10 years from now and where you see the projection of the way things are going, not just necessarily in the economy, but you know, just mainly in this industry and how you see it progressing, you know, 10 years down the road. Cool.
0: No, that's a great question. So, um, what I've seen happening in the last Couple years, and I see it continuing this trend. Is I feel like that the industry is going in two directions. So, and both of both of them can be successful. So I think that there's the the side that's going to be price oriented. These are okay. the folks that are most like many of the online pieces that they are going to compete on price, right? Because they're going to be uh, worth the Google. And then there's going to be the the what I call the agency model, but in reality, it's just value added, right? So they're the right. people who. Come up with more creative direct mailing campaigns or that have added services. And I feel like they're veering. I think the place where you don't want to be is here, where you're like, right. you're, you're in the middle. Yeah, you're, you're not necessarily the, the least expensive, but you don't actually add any value either. These people are going to get crushed. Um, and I think you can compete on the value add if you're online too. So I don't want to, but, but it's either, you're either going to compete on price or you're going to figure out a way to add value. Um, the rest I think are going to go away. Um, and so that's sort of the prediction that I think we're going to see over the next 10 years. And, um, it, from my perspective, it's already starting to happen. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I would, I would agree. I would cool. agree. That's, that's interesting.
0: Cool. Well, brother, you've, you've done it. Great job. And, uh, I will have to do it again. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time.
1: What's up?